and welcome to The Hill is Always Greener, a show where four friends have chill discussions about Sonic the Hedgehog to distract themselves from the inevitable passage of time and their own rapidly waning ability to relate to the youth. Now with Lock On Technology! Wow! Whoa! Whoa. How are we going to make that work? Uh, not on this episode. Um, <laughs> I'm Game Buddy. I'm Falero. I'm Rock the Jake. And I'm Cyberlink. But I'm only here because we locked me on to the rest of the podcast, so now it's The Hill is Always Greener and Cyberlink. There we go, the joke works now. Yay. The color the color palette's a little messed up, but maybe we'll fix that in the future. A fan will patch it up for us. So, um, in case you are completely obli- oblivious or maybe weren't born when this game came out, uh, we are talking about Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles! Whoa! Yes. Two for one deal. Whoa! Uh, yeah, because as it turns out, we are on the 30th anniversary of... Well, not the whole game, just Sonic, the Sonic 3 portion of it. But still, February 2nd, 1994, was the release of Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Passage of time, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're on the 50th episode, by the way. So, yeah, we've been doing this for 50 episodes plus bonuses. And boy, howdy. Uh, yeah, I'm aware that time has passed. But Sonic 3 and Knuckles, 30 years old. Uh, that is pretty much... 30 years as of the release of this episode, so cool. Yep. <laughs> I think this cool. might have been... Oh, man. I'm, I'm racking my brain. I feel like this was the first Sonic game I actually got like brand new as like a present or something, because my, my Genesis came with Sonic 2, and I remember borrowing Sonic 1 from a friend, but this was the first time it was like, oh, it's it's my birthday soon. Oh, and there's a new Sonic game coming out? And, oh, man, I remember that... Uh, Gosh, it might have been the year after. It might have been the same year where my my grandma made a Sonic and Knuckles logo cake. Like looked at the game box and reproduced it in icing. Oh, and, that's so oh, cool. man, oh, really? I know. There's probably Sweet. a picture around here somewhere. If I can find it, it'll go up on our social medias. I mean, I you know I've talked about how I never owned a Genesis, but I remember like first. It's weird where it's like Sonic Three just kind of. I felt like. I was young enough that it just kind of came into being for me. Like I went over to a friend's house. <laughs> yeah. Like I just went over to a friend's house one time and there it was. And it's so, it was so surreal playing it for the first time being like, oh, like I don't think I picked up enough on all the little differences, but even then it's like, oh, what there's, you know, who, who's this red guy? Like, and yes, I did think he was red back then. I know that is a point of contention, but yeah. Cause he's pink. I mean, when you play the get sorry, not to steal STCT's T- STCTP's bit once again, but it is true. I'm I played the original game. He do be pink in there. Just time things changed, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Mm, I don't know. I won't push back too much on it because I do acknowledge that his highlights are pink. But the version I played, which we'll we'll get into all the versions we played, I was like. Ah, maybe maybe this is the filtering on this. He looks a little too red. Don't like it. Because I wasn't again expecting I was expecting Knuckles to be more pink, but <laughs> I, I did play it a little bit on like I mostly played a later version, but I played a little bit on my CRT and just the way the pixels blended, it looked red to me. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
Must be something about those American TVs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been wrong about most Sonic things, so that's probably what it is. <laughs> oh, here we go. Our pesky 60 hertz ruining your childhood <laughs> memories. That's Our silly NTSC. <laughs> Uh, I was telling the guys earlier, my my first time playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles was, um, I, my parents got like PC discs of the games. And I think, I think it was actually split up. I think it was like different discs of Sonic 3 and then a disc of Sonic and Knuckles. This is a long time ago, so forgive my memory. But Yeah, that's uh, fascinating. Yeah, I think. And it was in just like little paper disc sleeves. So I think it was a case where like they just went to Office Depot or whatever and they saw that there and they just picked it up because it was probably super cheap because it was in paper sleeves. And I remember playing the heck out of it uh, whenever I had a chance to hop on the computer. I especially, man, I, I especially remember like both hands on the keyboard playing Mushroom Hill like over and over and over again. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think I have shared before that I did own the Sonic and Knuckles collection um, with Sonic the screensaver, but uh, this was back when we only had, you know, the one, the family computer. I'm sure lots of people, yeah, can can yes. uh, yep. Yep. relate to that. The family computer running Windows 95. And whenever I tried to play the Sonic and Knuckles, you know, games, it would blue screen the computer and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> now, what oh. did work was Sonic the screensaver. And I would literally just sit in a chair in front of the computer for hours and just watch the screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> now this is gaming uh remember when screensavers were a thing yeah and sonic had a whole one um that was actually <laughs> I, i've actually seen like images of that it's pretty cool i wish we had that here oh yeah the the, the animation is PC. fantastic it's very um i mean it's very reminiscent of like what he would what the characters would look like in the ova nice but we're not here to talk about sonic the screensaver no because okay so here we are, episode 50. I have to apologize to the listening audience because I will be unbearable in this episode because <laughs> Sonic 3 and Knuckles is my favorite Sonic game of all the times. Possibly my favorite game of all time. It depends on the day and the weather. But for the most part, I love me this game so much. It is based. I base all of my, like, whether or not a Sonic game is good is whether or not it reminds me of Sonic 3 and Knuckles is usually how it works. Now, so it makes it all the weirder that I didn't actually start with Sonic 3. Um, for some reason, we never got a copy of Sonic 3 to begin with, but I did get a copy of Sonic and Knuckles. We went to Woolworths and they picked that up for me in its weird cardboard box and its weird shaped car. Yep, yep. And that's what I played. I actually played through Sonic and Knuckles before I got to Sonic 3, although I did read STC at the time and had, and I'm pretty sure I snuck looks at like the Sonic 3 strategy guide that printed off all the levels. So it was kind of like I played it, mm. uh, but not really. <laughs> so it was weird <laughs> playing it in that order and going back and playing it all the way through and then... But yeah, that, that was my original Sonic experience with Sonic 3, um, where I played one of my favourite games of all time. It's still fantastic to this day. I love talking about it. Um, I'm pretty sure the PAL version is probably better somehow because it's British, as opposed to the <laughs> NT NTSC version or... Well, not the Sonic Correct version, as it, I, I believe it stands for. So... <laughs> 
that's well, but that's what we're talking about today. Very exciting. Sorry, I'm British. I'm going to make this very bad to listen to. <laughs> I don't actually know. Are the differences as big as they were in like Sonic One? Like, are, is like the music a different? Pace I don't think it it's... actually is. I don't think the actual can't the 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 hardware or software was any different. I think it was just the fact that I was British and read Sonic the comic at the time that made all the difference to me. And your brain filled in the rest of the gaps. It really did. Man. Now, should we save that for another discussion where we hash out who has the best box art? Oh, right. So let's talk about the box art. I think Sonic and Knuckles was the same everywhere. Yeah, but Sonic much. 3 had some pretty big differences. I, yeah. I can't, I'm, um, I don't, I'm not particularly passionate about the Sonic 3 box art because I think it's a little weird on all the versions. <laughs> like, Sonic, they, they, don't get me wrong, the American one is pretty cool, like seeing the, uh, you know, the Greg Martin, uh, it may, I don't know if it actually was Greg Martin, because a lot of people were drawing in the Greg Martin style at the time. Yeah, I'm not sure the Sonic, either. Sonic in Angel Island, Knuckles' eyes poking out of the bush, Robotnik burning everything, Tails is also there. Uh, our one was the weird one with Carnival Night on the front, but Sonic does that weird, he's doing the big three up in your face, and he looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Knuckles is down in the corner like, oh, you, get out of my way. Yeah, because he's British, as we know. There he is. <laughs> I could definitely oh. see, looking at this box art, why you know why you would correctly assume that Knuckles is pink, because that is a pink person. Yeah. Right That's a very yes. pink Knuckles. Uh, but we can all agree that Sonic and Knuckles has possibly the best box art in Sonic and video game history, because... Oh, I mean, isn't it just one of the most? Sorry, I'm being Dave Bolmery here, but I do believe it's one of the best <laughs> logos I've ever seen. Yes, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, I put the I put that logo on everything back in the day. I I have seen I have seen the 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 real thing that used to exist, which was just a large jean jacket with just the Sonic and Knuckles logo on the back. Oh, and that's cool. <laughs> I still want that. I, I might have to make it myself. I, I was so mad that they, I think it was Hot Topic or Box Lunch or some big retailer, had a Sonic and Knuckles t-shirt that was just the logo, but they also had the words. And I'm like, that, I, if, if I found that, I would probably get it. But no, you just need the logo because everybody who has ever seen this knows that is Sonic and Knuckles, the logo. It's, oh, it's so good. I even like the, the I think the, the Japanese version is it's a stark white background and i even think that works too by the way for those who haven't actually seen the sonic and knuckles logo just look it up it's an embossed basic image of sonic with knuckles head on the side like very simplified and it's really cool first of all what's wrong with you second of all yeah just <laughs> look it up <laughs> it's not hard to find yeah like i i love the u.s box art just all the little details are so good. Like, particularly the knuckles peeking out of the bush. Like, that would become an iconic piece of imagery that would go on to be echoed for years to come in different media. And the Japanese one is a bunch of geometric shapes, and Sonic and Knuckles are there. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's consi that's consistent to, you know, Sonic 1 and 2. I mean, yeah. We are getting a bit ahead of ourselves, I think, though, because we've not, like, people are like, wait, I thought you were talking about one game. Sorry, everyone, for those <laughs> of you who somehow don't know, this is actually two games that were meant to be one game, because this is the last part of the classic Sonic trilogy. Although, I suppose if you're a young person, you would just think this was one game, because that is the way it has been released in various other versions these days. 
Can't have them individually for reasons, but you can get the compilation game that is the two of them. But what it actually is, is Sonic the Hedgehog 3, as it was originally attended to be a 3D game that was going to be like push the boundaries of things. They were going to use like the, the that special little chip that they put in Virtua Racing to make a, a fully 3D Sonic game. And then they realized it wasn't going to work. So then they just made it Sonic 3. But then, and, and then, and then, and then, and then, seems to happen a lot over the development of this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for certain. Gosh, I, I was replaying this and just kind of took a step back. I, I guess just thinking of like classic games in general and being like, this is an, an Sonic 3 and Knuckles is like, this is an enormous game. Like, oh, yes. God, <laughs> in, a, in a very cool way. It made me just take a step back and realize, like, it's no wonder as a kid when, you know, they introduced the lock-on technology with Sonic and Knuckles that I thought it was the most amazing, coolest thing ever, because it kind of is. <laughs> it just only really worked with this one game and kind of Sonic 2 and 1. <laughs> It really is so big. Like, even if you look at them isolated, Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles themselves, it's so big. It's massive. Like, the levels themselves, like, we were playing, we were talking about Sonic 2 not recently, and yeah, that's a pretty big game, but the levels, each individual level in this is flipping massive. That's why they that's why they had to split it like well, okay it's one of the reasons they had to split it into two is because the game was so flipping big that they couldn't get it onto a big enough like they didn't have a big enough cart that they could fit it on so that, and also there was the fact that they had the McDonald's tie-in deal and they had to try and get it out for a certain time the whole oh, reason guess. Sonic Spinball came out <laughs> was because they needed something to tide the tide like the the holiday release over with because they were like oh man uh, Sonic 3 is not going to get done anytime soon. We keep making it bigger. We've got like 10 zones now. This thing is massive. We can't, it's un we can't get it under control. That's why they split it into two. Sonic 3A and Sonic 3B, but that's not what it ended up being. Oh boy. I just <laughs> so happen to have... It is a semi-complete collection as those Sonic McDonald's toys. Um, <laughs> I know I've owned them all at particular times, and they've always gotten lost or destroyed. I have Sonic, but I don't have the launcher that makes him, <laughs> you know, shoot shoot out his purpose. I also have the launcher for Tails, but I don't have a Tails, actually. And then I have a Robotnik and a Knuckles. Knuckles with his cloudy feats. I also had the Robotnik and the Knuckles back in the day, but they have long since been lost. I didn't realize that Japan got its own variant on the Robotnik with. Uh, oh, the I've never game seen design. that. Holy oh, that shit. That is interesting. Sorry, oh, just cool. to specify the, ori the, the original American and the, I think British, I think we got these over here. Or maybe Probably. you didn't. I, I feel like I remember them. Uh, the one that we got was, you know, at the time, the oft uh, European used. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog Robotnik uh, in his Eggomatic. But looking at this Japanese one, and there's Eggman. Yeah. There's, you know, the the actual game design uh, version of the character. Interesting. I've never noticed the the tails. It is also kind of, uh, uh, it reminds me of some STC art as well. Now, he is it's properly sort of orange. It's of uh, Adventures, Tales, and Game Tales. He's he's very he's got he's made of made of round circles everywhere instead of having a big pointy snoot like a video game tails. <laughs> I have never seen that before in my life. The Eggman variant of that toy, man, that's kind of cool. <laughs> 
But yes, that we are not joking when we say the McDonald's tie-in, which, you know, toy manufacturing and, and release schedules are set in stone, and that contributed to the fact that they had to split the intended Sonic 3 into two. Oh, I was just about to bring that up. The the thrift store <laughs> knuckles and the tag says Demon Demon Dog Roll Toy. <laughs> <laughs> What? And Europe had a different Tails launcher? What the hell? I can't believe <laughs> that. Oh, anyway. I'm not the only one learning new things today. God, we <laughs> so, could spend so hours we, just on this, but we can't. Yeah, um, so <laughs> McDonald's messed everything up, but not. it wasn't just McDonald's. It was The, the pressure of trying to get this out in time was uh, a big issue. Um, but, you know, it was also the fact that it was just massive. It was a massive game. They couldn't contain it within one cart without having to make, like, some super expensive cart that would cost loads. So they decided, all right, we'll split it into two. We'll split this one game into two. Kind of, like, make it episodic, if you will. Uh, Sonic the Three, Sonic Hedgehog 3 Episode 1 and Sonic the Three... He- Sonic the Three. Yeah, that's right, Falera. Yeah. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> 3 Episode 2. Um, continuation of the box art but they did like dump a lot of stuff in it and they they made sure to give us value and i think each individual game is great in its own right it's not as long as sonic 2 each of them individually but they are full of content they are lovely i don't feel like even though they did essentially split one gig big game into two um i don't feel ripped off because god so good though yeah sorry i'm getting ahead of myself but it's good by the way Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it is It is hard to go back to vanilla Sonic and Knuckles, though, because of a certain feature they added in Sonic 3 that, you know, I, it's hard to go back. Yeah, because part of the thing of the Sonic 3 had to be a big cart to fit everything in. Uh, and they also stuck in, like, a special feature that made it uh, good. But what Sonic and Knuckles had, it's, it had lock-on technology. Uh, that's how you can make the two. So, yeah, instead of just releasing two separate games, you had the, you had the option to be able to, like, stop Lam them together to make the full game as more or less as it was intended. And that was something that was not happening a lot at the time, and it sure as heck didn't happen since, but I thought it was very cool to have these things that you could shove, like, just make yourself a nice little tower on top of your Mega Drive. Yeah, you could put the two cartridges together, and then, you know, in Sonic 3, you could collect the eggs and the ice key, and then go into Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's like like the uh, expansion thing for Donkey Kong 64. They were like, oh, it's going to mean we have more memory on the N64. wonder what we're going to be able to use this for in the future. Nothing. Uh, (laughs) It'll keep Donkey Kong 64 from crashing. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. Yep. Oh, well, boy. you mentioned uh, Tower earlier. Do you guys remember the post from or the post in the video from like some odd years ago where somebody had like a bunch of the lock on Sonic and Knuckles cartridges and they just made a oh, tower yeah. of them? like <laughs> two dozen copies. And I think they have it. I think they have the full. Yeah, they have the full Tower of Power with a Sega CD, the 32X. Yeah, several game genies. I've even seen. Yeah, one where it is like a, a dozen or more different copies of Sonic and Knuckles just locked into each other and yeah. i can't remember if it worked i think it, it might have because oh really it worked for uh, like the first five i want to say and then like it just became, yeah like it, like even by the third one it became increasingly like distorted and cursed and <laughs> some <laughs> some 
<laughs> yeah, I see there's another one. Oh, I didn't even notice it's got the uh the thing that lets you play Master System uh games on on top of it too. Jeez. Oh, it's got the Genesis cleaning system as well. That's <laughs> And oh, right boy. on the top, taking pride of place like a fairy on top of the Christmas tree, is Bubsy. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Oh, but the other thing that we were we were leading into with the lock on technology is that Sonic Three is the first time you could save your progress in a Sonic game. Okay, this we'll was a game changer. Yeah, changed the game. All right, made it so you could save it. Um, yep. I actually, you know, for real though, that's good. Uh, I really like that you could do that. Yep. I, I remember when I still had my original Genesis and whatnot that it got to a point where I noticed my Sonic 3 saves were disappearing and it took me a while to realize, oh no, my battery's not is going out and there's nothing I can do. <laughs> Which Oh, that is tragic. Fast forward to now, I know that there are ways to replace the battery, but at the time I was, what, 15? Like, I, I, man, there was just no way I I was going to be able to figure out how to replace that thing. And it was, man, I was, I was sad. I was like, no, this is my copy, my original copy from 1994. Oh, man. Sorry, Jeremy, completely irrelevant to the discussion, but the way you said that with the exact same inflection of Chris Meyer saying, this is my stream, you can't be funnier than me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, the battery backup was great at the time. Um, Not sure if it works out very well right now, but it is cool that you could save your progress in the Sonic game for the first time, because you'd need to. Um, Not that Sonic 3 is particularly long, it's just big and takes a lot of work it's very nice to be able to save your progress uh collecting the chaos emeralds for the first time and you get to see them like there are a bunch of little just data select things you see like how many emeralds you got it's visually represented with nice little sprites and you get to and all the characters that you play it as yeah it's great what a great addition what a necessary addition yeah for real also, a uh, a nice bit of trivia, if you've ever... Oh, was this a question we asked Derek? I can't remember. I think it was. Wasn't it the competition mode? We were like, oh no, what we said appeared in. But if you wanted to get somebody, yeah. you could ask them, what Sonic game was the first one Knuckles was playable in? And you yeah, have... you get them with that. Oh, yep. it's Sonic and Knuckles, because Sonic 3... Nope, idiot! In competition mode, you can play as Knuckles. The funny little competition mode that... Uh, gosh, I remember... I think it was Origins. I was like, hey, I'm going to boot up the competition mode just for no reason. Uh, mostly because I like that music. And yeah, it's it's fun. It's very different from the uh, the Sonic 2 one, that's for sure. It's a new whole new thing. Um, instead of like using stages from the main game campaign, uh, you have an alphabetical list of um, levels that you can play, like Azure Lake, Balloon Park, uh, the Sea One. Um, <laughs> sorry, that makes it sound like it's a slur or something. Um, no, it's Chrome Gadget. Um, yeah. uh, Chrome Gadget, Desert Palace, and Endless Mine. There Endless we go. Mine. Uh, yeah, then they're all like tiny little levels that loop around rather quick, and you get to play as Sonic Tails or Knuckles. Uh, who's in this game, by the way? And he's, uh, but he can't do any of his cool things. Even though there are representations of his little gliding and climbing sprites, apparently in the game. But yeah, I never, I never played much of the competition mode. Admittedly, like I think part of it was just how squished down the mm. screen was. Yes, like I think it was a bit much. 
it's it's it also controls differently um it's it's charming in its own right i do remember like the sonic 2 one like playing this with a with a sibling or like even my dad and just you know zipping around it takes maybe if you know what you're doing maybe 15 seconds to complete a lap <laughs> on these even with all the little items and uh i do remember being fascinated by and again probably just because i was you know already now at this point i was consuming all sonic media tv shows archie comics whatever but the lore implications of the power-ups like oh they're speed shoes and slow shoes and they're nasty and gray and also a banana peel that i don't remember what it does does it just make you lose your rings i don't remember (laughs) pretty pretty funny stuff I love Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but I do not remember a whole lot about this because I didn't play it much. You can technically play it on your own and just run around the stages on your own if you have no friends. And I didn't have anyone who wanted to play Sonic 3 with me. So that's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's kind of like the battle mode in um, Sonic Superstars. It's just kind of there to pad it out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But th- none of those things are the biggest addition to Sonic 3. Well, what's that then? <laughs> I, I think you of all people would know chris no idea what you're talking about oh yeah knuckles um yeah he's in this one uh we actually mentioned that previously yeah knuckles the echidna is in a game uh this knock, is knock. his first time bringing in a, a sort of an antagonist character that's like a sonic uh essentially is the best way to describe him uh give you like an equivalent character who's there who's like the the guy who's like thwarting you throughout the game in a way that Robotnik usually doesn't do. Um, yeah, he's always an antagonist and also a protagonist when we get to Sonic and Knuckles. But yeah, here he is, the third one. Uh, he isn't a Tails. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> he isn't just something for your little brother to play as. He's actually, unless you're playing the competition mode, I guess. Um, knuckles is in this one i love him so much he's my favorite sonic character i'm so happy he's here even if i probably hated him when i actually played sonic when i got around to playing sonic 3 and knuckles uh, sonic 3 after playing sonic and knuckles i was like oh no wait he's actually an asshole (laughs) (laughs) and he can't jump for shit (laughs) yeah uh, they've got to balance him out somehow (laughs) i think i might have actually had the opposite reaction i think i've shared this before that when I first played Sonic 3 and the first thing Knuckles does is punch Supersonic so hard that the emeralds fly out of his butt yeah. and then laughs and gathers them up. And, and you know, he comes back later and story things. I was like, oh, no, he's cooler than Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You were right. <laughs> the winds of change. Yeah. Uh, I I really and, and I mean that that brings up that this game actually really well uh, uh, uses little story beats and I mean they're straight up cutscenes uh, yeah. so well in these zone transitions and does manage to like inform the story with just these little pantomime things and like I, I feel like you learn more about Knuckles uh, uh, just with these little wordless scenes and find out that like oh he's not such a bad guy he was just you know and, and you know if you were doing other Sonic media you know that Robotnik has has tricked him and told him Sonic is the one trying to mess up the uh, the island even while though... he's destroying the island in the background yes yeah. <laughs> this is uh. This is where Knucklehead starts to. (laughs) 
Also, Tails can fly and carry Sonic. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what's yeah. Tails, <laughs> is, Tails, Tails is more difference. useful now. Um, if you've got a second controller and you're playing with Sonic and Tails, like, now Tails can help you. Good for Tails being useful. Good for him. It's it's actually, <laughs> like, incredibly useful for some of these, like, out of the reach. Gosh, you're looking for those giant rings for emeralds and you're like, wait, I think it's on this specific inch of Hydro City. Oops, I went past it. Wait, Tails. Tails, come here, buddy. Come here. Yep. Fly, fly me back up there. Oh, man, if I, if I played this with Boomba, like, prior to this episode, like I did with Sonic 2, Boomba would have really felt like he was actually contributing this time. Boomba, <laughs> <laughs> carry me! <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Everyone's got to do a Boomba impression of <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're jumping through the these differences before are these new additions before we get to the levels themselves. I yeah. okay, I do need to. I, I, we're talking about additions. I think I've said it before. This is my favorite classic Sonic sprite. Like I, I love a classic. Yeah, I was Sonic. about to ask like oh, where yeah, people right. stand. I love a classic Sonic. I think Sonic Mania does a good job of putting, like, of making, uh, you know, adding some elements of the Sonic 3 one. But no, the Sonic 3 classic sprite is my favorite. I think he looks cool as hell. I think he looks anime as hell. And, ah, oh, man, <laughs> I love this Sonic. I am so glad that I didn't have to be the one, only one saying, actually, I like this one best. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, everyone likes yeah. the Sonic 1 and 2 ones best. No, this one's flipping good. Yeah, he's a bit podgy. Yeah, he's a bit round. That, yeah, that was because they were trying to make him look more 3D as sort of like this kind of... Um, this 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 uh, remnant of it being a Sonic 3D game, uh, they want they decided to make Sonic look a bit more three dimensional, and he looks flipping good. Yeah, he's yeah. a chunky boy. That's how I like my Sonic. That's, that <laughs> looks that's like that's what Richard Elson Sonic ended up looking like for a while, and it was great. Uh, yep. It helps with the momentum. Yeah, great Sonic. <laughs> I mean, Somehow. I'm still I'm still Sonic Two Sprite, ride or die. I get that, and I do like that. You know, Sonic Two Sprite has that very deep blue. I just mm-hmm. like my chunky Sonic. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't even think Sonic Three Sonic looks chunkier than the other ones. I think it's. I, th- I guess it's the perspective shift that instead right. of he's instead of looking straight horizontal, he is like a his head at least is like a three quarter pose, so you can kind of see like his intense expression. And I just like it a lot. And yes, his hands are giant, but that that makes it look cool too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Sonic CD opening where it was just had balls for hands. Wait, yep. hang on. Um, and balls. Uh, no, he had, he had spheres. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that was cool too. Um, yeah. Tails looks the same, but that's fine. Yeah, pretty much. I think there's a couple of tweaks. You know, I think There's we talked about is different. Also, yes, yes, that's that's the most mostly the difference. Um, he's very yes, it's very cute in this game. I love his his flying sprite where he, I don't know, he just looks like a puppy dog. Yeah, <laughs> especially when he's swimming. Yes, yeah, exactly. a little doggy paddle, little foxy paddle, yep. if you will. Wait, no, uh-huh. that kind of installs uh-huh. it with a certain um, energy that I wasn't willing to. Make. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Sonic has a now I I also did not know about this the insta shield or the double spin attack I love this thing um yeah I feel like I wouldn't call myself an expert but I really love like getting the timing just right and during one of my playthroughs I can't remember what it was it was um I think it was an enemy in 
uh, death egg zone where I was like, oh, no, I'm going to fall right into it. And I hit the instant uh, shield just enough to pass through it and take no yeah, damage. That's and awesome. I felt like God himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth noting that the um, like everyone has a, I guess, a special move. Uh, command in this game, like the double jump essentially. When you do a double jump like Knuckles will glide, Tails will fly and Sonic gets to do this and various other attacks which we'll get to. And that's the, yeah, because apparently it was called the double spin attack in Japan but we got it, it was called the insta shield here because it looks kind of like a shield and it does give you grant you like a moment in the vulnerability but what it actually is is it's basically an extension of your spin attack like i don't know if it's implemented super well but it gives you extra range so like that's how you can kill like some of those orbanauts in launch base zone as you yep, yep. you do a little you do your spin attack and you don't have to touch them to kill them uh pretty cool actually i didn't understand that as a kid i, I never did it much against the enemies but it was always a huge boon against the bosses now that now that I know that, and also I'm very familiar with uh, how cool anime is, I can see the the <laughs> double spin attack like it's a you know like Sonic pushing his aura out, or he's you know he's doing another spin that's almost <laughs> imperceptible to the eye, and that's where that effect comes from. What it happens is he grips his hand together and goes, <laughs> and then uh, and he shows his aura <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, shields. They're, they're yeah, speaking of cool things, uh, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of shields. So remember the shields in Sonic 1 and 2? Well, now we've got three of them. Uh, we don't have the original one, but we do have cool new ones called the Elemental Shields. Now, these barriers, um, there is a lot of debate online. Well, not really debate. I just think people might be wrong about the names of some of these, but uh, <laughs> supposedly called the Flame, Lightning, and Water. I tend to call the last one the Bubble Shield because... It's a bubble. Look at it. It's a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bubble. It bounces but, like uh, a bubble. Yeah. Th 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 these are like, everyone can use them, but only Sonic gets the cool power with them. Uh, it essentially replaces his Insta Shield. So, but, but how these work are the Flame Shield makes you completely invulnerable to fire, which very useful in levels that have fire, like the very first one. Uh, plus, you can do a cool boost if you're Sonic. Uh, it's basically a spin dash in the air. And you turn into a ball of fire. Nice, 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 nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> then we got the lightning one, which give which has the revolutionary and oft-used concept of magnetizing rings to you, which is the coolest stuff, the most yep. useful thing. Yes. Especially if you happen to be super, uh, and you get a double jump. Because it wasn't cool enough already. Yeah. And Still my favorite. And then there's the bubble shield, which is only really useful in water levels because you have basically have an air bubble around you at all times. You don't drown until you get hit, and you can do a bounce. Yep. So that's just me running through all of those abilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like the the elemental shields again, huge game changer. Something that would continue to be a thing in Sonic games for years to come in some form or another. Yeah, kind of one way or another. Like I guess some of these don't really work in three dimensions, but I just really like them. I the idea of having like specific elemental shields that protect you against certain things. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention the the lightning shield protects you against electric attacks, which aren't quite as common, but there are going to be places where you're going to be happy you had that thing. Yes. Yep. 
Yep. I love the, um, uh, now that I think about it, that the, the lightning shield is stuck around, I think, the longest, showing up in, like, Sonic Adventure and whatnot. But then the, uh, the spiritual successor to the, the bubble shield is the bounce bracelet in Sonic Adventure 2. That's true. That, that lets you do the exact same, uh, the exact same kind of bounce. Yeah, they technically split it up into the bounce bracelet and the air necklace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring that, bring that stuff back. Let's, let's get to it. Uh, now we're just saying make Sonic Adventure 3. No, we can't do that today. Can't do oh, that today. Right, cool. What a revolutionary concept never mentioned by Sonic fans before. Um, <laughs> I've never also, there are new super, there's new super forms in this one. Because, um, you know, like only Sonic got to be super before. We're just get, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but it is worth talking about the fact that you can get super. And if you've got Sonic 3 and Knuckles and you're playing a Sonic or Knuckles, you can go hyper. What does that mean? We needed to have a really cool uh, reward for actually bothering to get all the emeralds, so give kids a seizure with this and also do <laughs> cool things. Little bit. Also Tails. 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 This is where Tails got his flickies. Then they yeah, took the them away from him. Yeah, he gets it in the end. <laughs> if he gets every single emerald, he finally gets something for his yep. work. And then they turn him into a being of destruction who only has to stand there while his flickies of death <laughs> do, do his bidding. <laughs> Man. Yep. I don't know. I think that's a little excessive. Speaking of which, what's Cream going to come back in a game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the predecessor to that. By the way, I just want to briefly talk about the fact that this game has a story. Now, okay, Sonic games have kind of had a story. We saw one sort of come into place at the end of Sonic 2. This one, I think it's kind of all over the place. Uh, but no, no, no. I don't mean that in the sense like it's messy or anything. I just mean like you, there's literally story happening as you're playing the game all the time. Uh, because as you mentioned, Knuckles is there. He does little cutscenes. He's constantly harassing you and causing you problems. And he's, uh, I don't know about you, but over the course of the game, I was like, no, I, I'm getting sick of this dude. He's cool, but I, I'm, I'm sick. Of, I don't like the way he chuckles at me. By the way, he does that. Knuckles does chuckle, actually. He does Unlike it a lot. Sonic. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there is a strong, strong narrative in this game, actually. If this pink douchebag shows up one more time to laugh at me and then jump on a switch that causes me problems. <laughs> well, oh my God, he's got a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Knuckles, like there is lots of story going on here. Lots of cool like set pieces, cutscenes, and things that you get to interact with that sort of tell the tale of you going across Angel Island. By the way, this all happens on a place called Angel Island. I didn't know that growing up because... Nobody told me, except for the first, when you load up the first level and it says Angel Island, but I just thought that was the name of the No, level, no, it's so. the Floating Island. Yeah, as far as I know, it was just the Floating Island. I don't have them in front of me, but I think this might be the biggest disconnect between the, the, the Western English and the Japanese stories and the manuals to where, yeah, we did not know that Angel Island was the name of the whole thing until I think it was Sonic Adventure, because all the comics, all the... Uh, supplementary, you know, supplemental media was just like the fl the floating island where Knuckles lives, and <laughs> in the whoops, Midwest, apparently, <laughs> we goofed it. Yeah, that's that. Was, that is kind of confusing, but because of the way this game is structured, like not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but acts lead into acts, zones lead into zones. They're a nice little transition. In fact, there's an almost immediate transition between an act one and an act two. You really feel like you're going on a journey along this island. And that was always one of the things that appealed to me the most because I was like, this is Angel Island, this is a real place, and I'm seeing how I'm getting from one place to another, like something we wouldn't see in Sonic games until the 3D ones. 
because they couldn't really do that with a 2D platformer. I really like that part of it, and also I try to imagine that Angel Island is a real place that has all these things, so I get really upset when they represent Angel Island as being small and not having them. Anyway, it's just <laughs> me being a nerd because they told me that this place was real. Ah, anyway, it's cool, I like it. Sorry, I'm leading the discussion again, but I wrote so many notes ahead of this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it is worth noting that this, like, whether it was intentional or not, I'm fairly certain it's an intentional... The story of this game seems to take inspiration from Studio Studio Ghibli's Laputa Castle in the Sky, or just Castle in the Sky. And if you and there is a lovely article that I will probably link to in the show notes that will show you the various comparisons between Angel Island and the floating island of Laputa, which wasn't originated in the film, but you know, if you look at the look at these comparisons between levels and the things that happen in the movie. It becomes quite cool, because it's a floating island powered by a magical gem. Seem familiar? Well, it should. Yep. So anyway, that's just something I thought I'd point out. Um, Sonic's taking ideas from other media products again. Who'd have thought? What? (laughs) Completely original concept. Anyway, you should probably play the game now. Yeah, I don't do this very often. It's not like I played this like twice in advance (laughs) preparation for this episode. Ah, man. Oh yeah, before we jump into it, do we want to, we don't have to go into details, we want to talk about all the different versions we decided to play. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we all we all kind of varied in the versions we decided to play. Uh, I ended up doing to. a, yeah, I ended up doing a full Sonic run in Sonic Origins with a little bit of time just messing around on the, uh, my original Genesis cartridge just to, you know, get a feel for that as well. I think I discovered back when we did our Sonic 1 and Sonic 2 episodes that my Genesis that I still own has some issues. So I was not able to go back and do a full like vanilla. Oh, my God, it's the 90s again run. Um, But what I decided to do is I plugged in my Genesis Mega Drive mini system, which is still modded after all these years. And I played Sonic 3 Complete, which I believe um, I want to get into the history of it later before we close but I believe it was one of the first like fan made like hey this is a modified ROM that you can put on a real cartridge and play on original hardware that uh, combines Sonic 3 and Knuckles and also gives you a bunch of quality of life and like options like oh my goodness did you know that Flying Battery wasn't always going to be after Mushroom Hill well here you can do that but uh, I think that was about as close as I got to Vanilla I, I remember when it came out I did a run uh, in Sonic Origins with Amy and Tails and also uh, you know just really appreciated how adorable that is and fun but yep my main was was I uh, did Sonic 3 Complete. For me, I um, unfortunately I didn't get to play as much Sonic 3 as I wanted to in preparation for this episode, but I did get to play some of the Sonic Origins version where you can uh, play with Amy and Tails, and that was cute and fun, and I like that. Um, I, I And since we're bringing it up, and since it's such a quick little thing, I like the fact that for amy's version of the beginning events of of sonic uh, sonic 3 like she's on uh tails's plane and then instead of uh you know turning super and dashing through the water they just land on the beach <laughs> yep. i like that i think she's even i think she's even kind of crouching like she's not used to riding on the wings of a biplane yeah before. i think so <laughs> <laughs> as much as sonic is it's very cute and i also got to play a little bit of the uh sonic and S- yeah, Sonic and Sega Ultimate Collection version on PS3, which has the 
the four by three window and then just like borders on the sides to make it technically widescreen. <laughs> but um, it, it was funny even um, playing those versions because I, I was very quickly reminded of the additions that came in later versions of Sonic where, you know, like if you wanted to fly with tails, all you have to do is just jump and then like push up and jump again and he'll start going. Whereas like I tried to do it uh, in the older version of Sonic three. And I was like, Oh yeah, he doesn't do it in the, in this one. <laughs> yep. You need somebody on that other controller or like I did many times, just two controllers and <laughs> somehow finagling the buttons to be able to do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, I because I've played this game an obscene amount of times, as I often tend to say when I <laughs> refer to the Sonic trilogy. Um, what and what I ended up doing was I played it through my because I don't have the original, but I have a Mega Drive, but I don't have the copies of the game, so I just hopped on my legally actually legally acquired ROM of Sonic Three and Knuckles that comes with Sega Me- Ultimate Mega Drive Collection or whatever it's called that I have on Steam. Uh, which is a little bit laggy because it decides to lo- load a VR bedroom around around you as you play. Oh dear. Uh, but it's fine. That was the closest <laughs> I got to playing the original version because that is more or less what you're playing, uh, just emulated. And then I hopped on the Origins version for comparison's sake. And therefore, uh, because I played it this more or less the same way, I was able to notice the small little differences and things they fixed that they probably didn't need to. But it's fine. It's fine. I just wish children got the original version as intended, but I guess they won't, and I guess they'll be wrong about Sonic forever. Sorry. Um, (laughs) They already are anyway, so why fix it now? (laughs) The way this podcast rolls. Sorry, young people. Why are you listening to us? Uh, pull the curtain back. We're recording this over again. Why we didn't have a lot of time, uh, at least some of us, uh, over the weekend of American Thanksgiving and my birthday. And let me just tell you, my 35 year old eyes were having a very hard time keeping up with the original blue spheres this mm. time to where I had maybe a tiny bit of an existential crisis as I'm sitting there on my couch being like, Oh my god, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but I did. I did, damn it. <laughs> it wasn't quite as bad for me, but I did notice that I'm not keeping up as much as I used to. And I mm. am older than 35, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how things go the next time I do this. Oh yes. dear. <laughs> I do want to um, make a special mention as well that uh, this morning... I, I played a little bit of Sonic 3 on the PS Vita through RetroArch just just oh, wow and and yeah. uh, and I gotta say like you know like the original PS Vita model the 1000 I believe is what it's called yeah um, mm-hmm. it has an OLED screen and my gosh this is such a pretty game with that OLED screen interesting it's I know like, back before anybody cared about OLED Sony was like yep let's put one of these expensive things in our handheld and. <laughs> God, yes, it was gorgeous. Like, man, like the the colors are so deep and like wonderful. Sonic's blue is like I could get lost in his blue. <laughs> Knuckles is what, and Knuckles is what, Jake? What was Knuckles? His dreads. <laughs> okay, okay. I thought we were talking about colors here, and I was about to get into that rabbit hole. You're not going to trap me like this. <laughs> okay, his red. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really weird sneeze yeah anyway, i'm sorry um, it's a little bit allergic season around here anyway sega we're playing the game now <laughs> oh, oh wait, whoa he's 3d no, whoa depends on which one it is
Yeah, it does depend because yeah. there's like sorry, we're not getting into the soundtrack stuff too much, but on Sonic 3 it's the Sonic and Knuckles is the and Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the But if you play Sonic 3 and Knuckles on Sonic Origins, it's the Now that is the kind of analysis that you come to expect from our podcast. Exactly. The hills always green are full of music theory enthusiasts. Yeah. Yep. But here we go. Angel Island. Oh my god, it's the tornado. It's Sonic and Tails, their best buddies. Oh my god, he's supersonic. And then <laughs> God, I mean, can't even begin to describe how cool this was as a child. I mean, it still is. Still amazing. Like, oh man, I probably could dig through my my uh drawings I have under my bed, and there's like a comic version of this I drew where Sonic's like uh, you know, very simple layout was like whoa an island hey tails watch this and then you know <laughs> dragon ball z supersonic and of course that's as far as i would ever get radical <laughs> but, oh it's so good i while i mentioned i didn't actually get to play this first um i did get to see it playing like the demo playing outside of a what a tandy electronic store or something mm. and like just that, just seeing that opening scene like load up and Sonic turns into Supersonic right away. I'm like, what? That's from the end of the second game. You can't do that right at the beginning. This man is but, now he's, now, but then nothing, this bloke comes and knocks him out of Super. You can't yep. do that. He's invincible. Um, <laughs> Angel Island is such a gorgeous stage too. Oh, like yeah. I, yeah. I really appreciate how... Uh, God, just how scrolling the background is and that there are very few parts where you can actually see the sky because it's such a dense forest and jungle. And, oh, I love it. I love that it comes back in Sonic Mania Plus and, oh boy, Angel Island is just so cool. Just a fun little note about Angel Island uh, Zone, because, uh, you know, if you have to differentiate between like the level and the location, I suppose. But um, it, it this impl- it's implied that you know Angel Island is currently on the ocean floor right now because that's what Sonic flies onto, and in the background you'll see the ocean like up in the distance. But when you play as Knuckles, apparently it's back up in the sky because you don't see any of that ocean in the background. You just see clouds. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So <laughs> don't know when it goes up in the sky, but apparently it does. I know. It's also like, I remember that was something that I didn't figure out as a kid until later that Knuckles' campaign in Sonic 3 and Knuckles takes place after Sonic's. It's it's a whole additional, you know, post-story mode. It's a <laughs> the true last story with Knuckles. <laughs> we'll get to that, but it's harder and worse. Um, yep. But I like Knuckles. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just love playing as Knuckles because he's cool. Uh Except for right now, because I hate him because he, he stole me emeralds. He, he mugged me and he ran off. And now I have to get now we've now we've been given a motive. Like, yeah, we've got to save the world from Dr. Eggman. But also, I hate that guy. I'm going to beat him up. So <laughs> yeah. that's what pushes you along through the level of Angel Island Zone. This wonderful, lush jungle that's that's filled with waterfalls and, and vegetation. And then it gets Burn to the fucking ground. No! Uh, Partway through Act 1. As the the Act 1 mini-boss, because we have those now, uh, and an army of them uh, takes to the skies and burns it it to the ground, fires everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's like, wow. 
<laughs> they weren't doing this in a, a previous Sonic games. I love this so much. Because this feels like, I mean, this feels like it should be Act 2, but this is all the just the first act of Angel Island. Yeah. I, I, I love it. It is, like you said, it's so different. And man, if you snooped around, you might have even found one of the giant rings by then and oh. got introduced to the special stages. And oh boy. And and that's not even there. It's this, the, yeah, this, this is the first game that has, hey, there are special stages where you get an emerald and just special stages where you get other stuff yeah the star posts don't send you to get the emeralds anymore uh if you're just playing sonic 3 you get the quote-unquote gumball machine which is actually a gotcha now i know i know that now as an adult who knows japanese things yeah Uh, but but that's that's what it is You, you can get a bunch of shields and cool stuff from it but when you play Sonic and Knuckles, there are two new ones. That's the cool slot machine that's kind of like the Sonic 1 uh, special stages, but it's a slot machine, and it's a bit mean. Um, <laughs> and then there's the Glowing Spheres one, I guess it is, where you just go up and collect things. Uh, yeah, but when you play Sonic 3 and Knuckles, they're all slammed together, depending on what kind of ring level, what amount of rings you got before you jump in. So yeah, loads of content, and that's not even considering the special stages themselves, the brand new special stages, once again inspired by anime, because that's just what happens in Sonic, based on the King Kai's planet, apparently, from Dragon Ball. (laughs) Oh, wow. Little planetoids that you run around in this pseudo-3D space, which is actually made using sprites, but it's really cleverly done. Uh, One again, it looks like one of the remnants of them wanting to make this a 3D game. There's the Blue Spheres! Sega Sonic Brothers, apparently. Is King Kai is King Kai why the balls are blue? Yeah, probably. Um, he's <laughs> yeah. been alone for a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh man. Well, he's not been alone. There's, there was a cricket there. I don't want to think about that though. And a monkey mm. called Bubbles and Bojack. Uh, Mon- Michael Jackson. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. Yarr. Anyway, um, oh Lord. Blue spheres. Uh, just want to note those because you can jump into them anytime if you find one of those hidden giant rings scattered around the stage. There's plenty of them. I can understand people struggle with this. It's it gets fast rather quickly. But you're n- no longer like you'll have tails there with you, but no longer will he be a detriment to your thing because he just copies you completely at the very same time. So no running into bombs, but you need to make sure not to run into the red spheres because they'll ruin you and send you back to the main game but yeah oh i i think i've mentioned this before but these blue sphere stages uh they infected my brain for a while i was having dreams about these things because (laughs) there are not to get too far there are a lot of permutations of these actually outside of the emerald stages you definitely get the Tetris effect of oh, like, yeah. you close your eyes and still see the, the you are still running on the the checkered sphere and oh man, I, I I mean I have talked about in the past that I I used to not like these and in fact never collected all yeah. of the the regular and super emeralds until um gosh just a, several I mean I say several I think five or six years ago where I rebought a Genesis with the Sonic games and a little CRT. TV and was sitting on the rug in front of it and I know there's a video somewhere of me <laughs> and like in the middle of the night just recording the screen saying Sonic has collected all the super emeralds and that cool little cutscene I'm like I did it I did it and uh, <laughs> now now I very much appreciate all of the the quality of life improvements to those to make it a little easier on my old eyeballs but 
Mm, I've said before, I like Blue Spheres, but I it might, again, be because of my brain has been rewritten permanently to where it's it's not a choice on my own part anymore. <laughs> I have to do Blue Spheres. It's, not, it's never a choice to be a Blue Spheres pervert. It's just something that happens <laughs> to you in your childhood. You see something, when, something colorful as your childhood, and you're like, well, that's going to change me for the rest of my life. And yep. that's what happened. Just like no. when I watched Tenchi Muyo on Toonami. <laughs> when I watched Ninja Turtles, and there was that scene with April O'Neil and Don Totelli. Anyway, moving on. Um, so basically, the blue spheres are really good. Uh, there's 14, There are 14 main ones, because uh, 7 in Sonic 3, 7 in Sonic and Knuckles, 14 if you're playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, fun fact that I was reminded of when I watched the... Uh, Cybershell's Sonic 3 bonus video uh, prior to this episode. <laughs> uh, the Sonic 3 ones have color schemes. Like, you know, the, the actual uh, planetoids that you run along have, like, you know, two, two color color schemes. Um, and basically... The squares are well, they will align with whatever, like, you know, the first one will be, like, based on Angel Island's palette. The mm-hmm. second one will be based on um, uh, Hydra City's palette, and so on and so forth. Except for the fifth one seems like an aberration, because it doesn't match any colour palette. Except it does! It matches Flying Batteries, which was, as Jerry mentioned, supposed to be in the order originally. Ooh. So I thought that's pretty cool! I don't know. Yeah. They don't do that for Sonic and Knuckles, but I just like that. So there you go. No, you get to Sonic and Knuckles and it's a bunch of, mm, I wouldn't say off-putting, but they are distinctly different combinations of like neon colors. Enough to where when you jump into them, you're like, oh my goodness, this is, this is different. Oh boy. The stages (laughs) are really mean at that point. Jake was just telling us about that before we got started, about one of them that's mm. really constricting and mean, but I've played it so many times to this point that it is baby stuff so well, goo goo gaga <laughs> just to me jake the only thing i ever have a problem with now is just getting perfects on all of them which is something you do not have to do it's just points and continues and you aren't going to be using those but i still have to do it because again <laughs> the, the the illness <laughs> i mean it's worth it just because when you get all the rings it's perfect and i'm yeah i'm fucking perfect at this <laughs> one thing in my life i actively had to stop myself from trying to go for the perfect because i had to remind myself you don't need to do it it's not like sonic mania where you get a bonus thing just let it go let it go let it go yep yeah oh but imagine if they made it so that in the, the origins version so you got something for it oh man <laughs> i mean it's just like in, in in super mario wonder they 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 give you a to get like all the cool medals, you've got to jump on the top of every flagpole. And at first, I'm like, that is obscenely that's mean. Why would you do that to me? But then I did it because <laughs> oh yeah, because I had a little check, a little checklist to check off. So of course I had to get them all. Yeah, I remember they the same thing in um uh was it Super Mario 3D World? They're like, oh, you get a little icon if you clear. Uh, yeah, jump on the top of every flagpole with all five characters. My I'm like, God. well, I don't need to do that, <laughs> but I will. <laughs> I I was never that person, and then my wife and I started playing that game and Wonder, and now I'm that person. We're not. I'm not going to do yeah. every single character, but I'm just like, I'm like, okay, well, we'll have to. Do we want to? Like, we'll beat the level and like we'll miss a coin or not hit the top, and I'm like, do we want to do it now or do we want to come back to it later? Just like well, <laughs> now. <laughs> yep. I've just I res I also respond to that little little tasks to do knowing they're optional you know it's not but hey 
I'm going to I'm going to do it when I want to. But Oh, uh, yeah, we 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 mentioned that you've got many bo- you've got a boss at the end of almost at the end of every act in these games. Mm. You've got many bosses and you also have the big Robotnik Eggman boss and Man, this might be, like you said here, the most dynamic, scary, unique, like, first Eggman boss in a Sonic game because, hey, it's the dude on the box art. <laughs> they, they do preface this quite well because, you first off, you're being, like, bombarded by the bloody, what, a green version of the flying battery um, in a rather cool scene, which apparently was, uh, along with the intro scene, was uh, programmed and set up by Mr. Tuck. Takashi Izuka, who is <gasps> fresh to the franchise at this point, first brought into Sonic, and this was the beginning of his career as a new and exciting and energetic youngster, not knowing what future what his future was going to be, <laughs> and how he would be thrust upon the cross for all of the crimes that were committed by the Sonic franchise in the future. <laughs> Luke is posting that SpongeBob gift again. Yeah. Of the the sad man behind the counter. Um, Okay, I I just want to say, I remember having feelings about that scene as a child, because if you're playing with Tails, the poor... The poor little fox boy cannot keep up with Sonic just because of how it's programmed, <laughs> and he gets bombed to hell. Yeah, he's using his yeah. inherent invincibility. But that is my favorite fix. That is that is in Origins. I think it's in other fan things that Tails can keep up with Sonic and not. Because <laughs> I remember being so sad as a kid, like, oh no. <laughs> I can't help him if I slow down. It'll get me. <laughs> it's every hog for himself. For me, it was just like, wow, well, you pixel brain. Yeah. <laughs> See, they've retconned it now. Now Tails is competent again. He's smart and he can keep up with Sonic. And I'm just like, no, nah, that's not how I remember it. <laughs> I remember he was getting carpet bombed to hell. <laughs> that's my Sonic. That's my Sonic 3 memory oh. of Tails. Uh, but then you face the boss. Uh, by the way, the boss actually like... Is he, you see Robotnik like coming across in the background behind the tree. Yeah, it's and that's so cool. cool. That neat little like <laughs> ear, wheel, wheel sound in the background. Like, oh no, he's here now. Uh, he's not coming. He's not airlifting in on a helicopter, but he smashes through a waterfall to meet. Ah, oh, yeah. And he destroys the bridge that you might be standing on. Oh, and Tails will most definitely die there if he yes. <laughs> if he survived the bombing. He will fall through the bridge. <laughs> that's a big if. Yeah, uh, he'll be he'll be okay. <laughs> this boss actually isn't that hard though, um, and that's kind of good because, like, and sorry to quote stuff from the Retronauts podcasts on Sonic <laughs> Three and Knuckles because they're still not done with it because it's a big game and they like to talk a lot. Uh, these guys are great, by the way. Um, the thing about Robotnik bosses, and this is probably coming to stark relief after playing through Superstars, is. They're kind of like something that you've earned, like a little reward. Is that, yeah, sometimes they're a bit challenging, but for the most part, you're like, all right, you bold bastard. Like, they're not the super greatest challenge in the world, but it's kind of like something you've earned. He's like, all right, Robotnik, <laughs> you're going down now, boy. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like that element that, yeah, he's going to be a bit of a threat, but for the most part, you're just being Sonic and beating him up, and that's what I enjoy about my Sonic bosses, and the right to be able to beat him up within seconds if I'm good at it, because that's what I work up to. 
Huh. Yeah, ha- having having experienced replayed these bosses after Superstars, where the bosses were unfortunately like the the biggest like mm-hmm. downside of that, I would just say it's worth it to like no, just have these style bosses. They don't need to be big events, like you said. They are kind of rewards. Like uh, you know, it, it might take you a few times. There are some gimmicks. We're about to talk about Hydro City and those many that many boss kind of has a gimmick, and uh, or so does the Eggman boss. But, like, once you figure it out, like, yeah, if I can tank those, you know, six to eight hits in 30 seconds, then that is my prerogative. I would yep. much rather have that than, than you know, every boss being a, like, oh, I gotta wait till he's vulnerable, but I, you know, just this replaying Sonic 3 Knuckles cemented in my mind that much rather have that style of boss in a Sonic game. And that's fine. It's I know bosses, the whole point of a boss in a video game is to be like, okay, you got to test all your skills that you've learned throughout this level to get this guy out. And I'm like, yeah, technically true, but also I just want to beat the crap out of this moustached game. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that. Um, so it's, hey, yeah. speaking of wanting to beat the crap out of somebody, Knuckles is back. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the act, you, there he is, towering over you, chuckling at you again. And... Uh, and this is where we get our first zone transition. I suppose technically we've had zone transitions in Sonic games. There was one at the end of Final Zone in Sonic 1. There are a few in uh, Sonic, 2. Uh, Sonic 2 near the end. But this is like throughout you're seeing zone transitions. And the way they give you a zone transition uh, zone transition here is Knuckles is just jumps on a switch and sends you hurtling into the sewer like an arse. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the greatest zone debate of all time. Except, I mean, we all know it's Hydro City because Hydro City is not a word, right? Hydro means water, city means city. Like <laughs> <laughs> fair lady. Um, yeah, no, like, it, it, the, the reason this debate happens is because in the game itself, they have, like, s- slammed the words together. Uh, there is no space there. It's Hydro City. We, we need to remember to ask our friend Courtney about this, who is, I believe, part of their profession is logo and text design, and she will explain how important kerning is <laughs> when it comes to text, <laughs> because then you'll end up with a 30-year-old argument about what this zone is called. <laughs> Hydrocity does sound cool. but It, it does sound very up. cool, yes. It's hydrovelocity, I guess, but no, it is actually an, a, a wet sea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a wet city. So you're telling me it's not pronounced Hydro Kitty? <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't even introduce a third possible pronunciation. <laughs> we'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I did actually, when I was younger, pronounce it Hydro City. Like, that was my compromise because I saw it as one word. I was like, well, it's definitely Hydro City, but uh, they've slammed it. They put the words together, so it's Hydro City, right? That, that was how I, that's how I specifically said it when I was younger. I think I always said it in my head as a kid as hydrosity, but it was like the miles per hour thing where right. no, I just never even thought about it another way. And then when someone pointed out, it's like, no, it's a it's a city underwater. I was like, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but yes, I, I, I agree with your notes here. I think this is the best classic Sonic water level of all time yeah. because it's. 
like you like like you said at the top these levels are huge and there is a way to to get through hydro city both acts and you barely ever touch the water if that mm-hmm. is your choice yep. it's oh man it's so cool and uh like, like we said we we want to do an episode like a whole listening party style episode on the music of this i think the hydro city tracks are where i'm like we are banging out the tunes in this one holy oh, shit yes. it's so good <laughs> first one's jazzy the second one is just like oh my goodness uh but you know what though this ah uh, hydro city man this is like yeah it is like everyone up to this point has been like oh i like sonic but those water levels though slows everything down and i hate them and i drown and i die and i'm miserable for the rest of the day not so much here no you're, you're zipping along on this bad boy this like they they're like don't worry we hear you we're gonna give you a banger of a water level and they certainly <laughs> do it's an underground water park for goodness sake the all those flumes and slides and stuff you're zipping around all over the place i love it yeah the slides are another cool like pseudo 3d element that are use a very clever like i don't think sonic is actually changing perspective oh yeah absolutely not <laughs> but the, the 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 slides make it look like it and so you're like oh whoa cool <laughs> but uh yeah i i really like hydro city i i used to really not like the mini boss but i've i've come around to it because it's it's very cool where you're in the water is just deep enough to where you can't jump out and you kind of have to time your jumps or you know you can kind of decide to uh you know go all in and just spin dash up the sides not unlike um you know the carnival uh uh casino night boss uh oh, yeah. in sonic 2 where you're like yeah, yeah, well yeah, i can really. try and do this slow or just <laughs> zip up the sides another one where really good use of the double spin will do you a lot yeah. of favors. yeah avoid those little uh missile things the boosters are around that are spinning around him as well yeah, yeah. I really like the um, the uh, the Eggman boss as well with the uh, dropping the I guess the the depth charges and yeah. the big propeller and uh, it's just yeah, really one weapon's time. not enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you can use both of them against him oh Eggman you silly biscuit head yeah just two of the coolest like um, bits from this level along with the the wall at the end of uh, at the beginning of Act One oh the wall you get yeah. dropped down and that wall's coming after you and that's scary. Especially if you're playing the Sonic 3 one, because you get the end of the, of the hole, you're like, I'm nearly there, I'm nearly there. And then there's a spring right in front of you. So you <laughs> yep. They fixed that in future versions, but like, mean! Uh, I love it. <laughs> what? I was playing that just last night, and I was like, mean, too mean. <laughs> Sorry, would we be? I would be here for ages talking about Hydra City, but the fact that they made a water level that I liked is an achievement in and of itself. Um... It's funny, though, that if you play Sonic 3 Vanilla, uh, the other funny thing about it in Hydra City is that it actually plays the second act uh, boss theme when you fight him. And if you go underwater and you get the drowning music, you pop out and all of a sudden the Sonic and Knuckles Act 1 mini boss music is playing because you know, that was the placeholder uh, originally. Not really important, but kind of fun. <laughs> There are lots of little things like that. We 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 we're gonna go through some at the at the end here. Um, I also want a special shout out to I love the Badnik designs in Hydro City. The Badniks yeah. in Sonic Three and Knuckles just 
on the whole are probably my favorite because yeah. they're so varied. I love the the shark torpedoes. They are so <laughs> cool looking. Oh man, they're so neat. It's almost like okay, it's almost a Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Like the shark torpedoes are like huh, you thought the you know the bullet bills were cool in Super Mario World. Check out these cool motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Combines stuff with cool animals, and what do you know? It's cool. Um, <laughs> what, what animal is the horrible like clown turtle snail that just shoots a, a mortar rocket at oh, you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be a hermit crab or something. But Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, a lot of the enemies in, and again, this is another Retronauts point, listen to their podcast. They have some really good thoughts. Uh, they don't like Sonic Mania as much, or at least Stu doesn't, but you know, that's fine. Can't all be winners. Um, but basically, yeah, uh, uh, the Badniks aren't as hard or annoying in Sonic 3 and Knuckles in general. There are a few that are a bit of a pain, but they're actually, they're more boppable in this game, which is kind of what I want to do when I'm playing as Sonic. It's like, oh, it's an enemy. Well, now he's dead. Great. I'm having fun. <laughs> it's just like the whole Robotnik <laughs> argument. It's like, yeah, I want to enjoy myself when I'm playing this game. This game actually, until near the end, I don't think this game is like particularly too hard. It's not like trying to drag out your time playing it by making it artificially hard. Um, imagine doing that to a Sonic game, deciding to make it just like absurdly, stupidly hard, just so people, uh, they can say, that it's a game that lasts longer <laughs> couldn't be me <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 most unique thing about marble garden i think aside from the again the banging soundtrack which man i will save it for that episode we we also have to talk about the the oc remix sonic chaos album because oh, i'd listen to that project chaos is formative yes man. i love yes. that album so much i listen to it six trillion times Same. and always associate the marble garden track uh anyway <laughs> yes but this is the one unlike um sonic and knuckles and uh at previous sonic games where it's the first zone where you can get all the emeralds if you're good marble garden zone is the one where they're like hey you found all the big rings yet well you are in this level unless you're really bad at this game <laughs> which makes sense it's a ruins you're gonna have like lots of hidden artifacts so mm -hmm. stick a bunch I of these around I think there are at least, God, I know there are at least six or seven big rings. So it's like, yes, it is. It is time to be super unless you're yeah. not looking for them. But um, I, Marble Garden used to be where I would tap out sometimes as a kid because I'm just like, oh, it's very vertical and you can get lost. And, oh, I don't like those little blue guys. And, you know, I would get my revenge in Sonic 4 where there's eight billion trillion of them to <laughs> the homing attack guys. on yeah those guys <laughs> they're just to be home attacked on a uh, homing attacked on now marble garden is one of those ones which i do find a little bit annoying it looks gorgeous but yep. i do find it is quite, like there are lots of death traps here lots of spiky things crushing you and i do get a bit annoyed with those spinning top things i still cannot stand marble garden to this day like it's understandable. Just, yeah, it. it's way too easy to just fall into a trap that you could not see coming or you know properly react to like i was supersonic in this level and i kept still dying because there are so many things that can crush you and you know part of that yeah. is i'm playing the origins version where crush deaths happen way more frequently but still it's true actually can confirm I've 
I did at least want to stick up. I do think that is a just a an unfortunate uh, uh, relic of the the retro engine or whatever it is built on that the the crush window is just a tiny bit more wide. I did experience some crush deaths while I was playing through my semi vanilla version where I was like. I don't think that was supposed to happen. So <laughs> it made me appreciate that like, okay, that that wasn't just a new problem. That can happen. It's just we don't remember it as frequently. Like but the, the yes. one that comes to mind for me is I'm running through a passage, a little spike thing comes down, and I my first thought would be, oh, it's spikes. It's going to like force me back. I'm gonna have some iframes. No, like the window between the spike and the ground was small enough that it just counts as a crush death. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened to me. Um, only happened on my Origins playthrough. I don't know if it's something that would happen in the original one, because, but I'm just saying I didn't get crushed at all uh, in my original version. I had one of the gates in. Oh, I think it's shoot. Is that? Death Egg 1, where you have to bounce on all of the things and hit the six switches to open the thing. And I hit this six switches and then was letting Sonic go through the open thing and the red gate came down on top of me and killed me. And I'm like, Uh now that's really not supposed to happen. But, hey, you know, it's... (laughs) K sera sera. (laughs) Well... It's fine, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I I do feel like this is a bit of a stumbling block for me, even though, like, visually, music-wise, it's fantastic, and there are some really cool things. Um, the, the Like, the Act 1 miniboss is basically just Mystic Cave over again, but, like, with a, a regular robot. But mm-hmm. the, the boss where you fight against Robotnik is... Oh, like, yeah. Because because there are, like, once again, foreshadowing it throughout the stage, because Robotnik is going around, like, destroying the level, apparently, and causing earthquakes, which are mean. Um, sorry, I'm going to call a lot of things mean today. Um, <laughs> that is my word of the day, uh, if you know what I mean. So, but then you get to the boss at the end, and this time he just destroys the ground. yep and good thing tails is there even if you're playing a sonic alone tails (laughs) just comes back tails is there to save you because you need him (laughs) hey sonic i'm here a bit in the background that is one thing i really like about sonic 3 and knuckles is that the bosses are so different and require such unique strategies to defeat them they're really original and inventive and but in a way that isn't like overly scripted and you know like I don't know, boring. <laughs> Can't imagine yeah. what you're talking about. I'm sorry. We, The problem is, we just got done doing Superstars, and then I played my favorite Sonic game, and it's like, well, <laughs> doesn't that yep. make it clear what was going on with <laughs> the differences? I do uh, love that the hits you can score on Robotnik uh, as he's destroying the ground yes. count. Like, if you can get more than eight hits just bouncing on him, and then you he only takes one additional hit as he's flying towards you, and you're you're suspended by tails. It's so funny. That happened to me on both <laughs> versions. I was just like, oh, that's so cool. Like, he's immediately dead. <laughs> get out of here. Go into carnival night. Oh, yeah. I just love that. But the boss, the whole boss of him, like... Um, attacking you and then going off the stage and like <laughs> and working yep. out where he's going to come from based on which direction he went with his semi phallic drill. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, we'll get to a phallic uh, phallic um, thing soon enough. But oh no. <laughs> Speaking of which, can't we? we uh, it transitions to carnival night. It turns nighttime. I don't know how Tails is keeping Sonic up this long. Usually, he gets really tired from flying for a while, but he's 
really, he's giving it his all this time as he takes you to the Carnival Night Zone. It's cut, cut scene strength. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I like Carnival Night. I um I like how it does mix up the the second act where hey Knuckles is back and now he just turned the lights off. Way to yeah. go, butthead. <laughs> <laughs> but then hey, there's a little bit of a water level in this. It's just yeah. one one little short section, but it's it's just challenging and different enough to where it doesn't uh it's a it doesn't kind of a, welcome. A, Yes, exactly. But yeah, I, I like Carnival Night. It's also very much one where there are several like you are running as fast as you can. And hey, what's in the rest of this level? Who cares? You are zipping too fast to even notice. <laughs> this level is so big, though. There's so yes. much stuff going on. I can understand getting lost. Uh, and it's very garish. It's very like colorful uh in a way that like makes car like casino night look real like <laughs> it's like it's uh restrained and holding back a little <laughs> bit uh this one is chaotic and i i really love it even if it is a bit hard on the eyes sometimes yep yep i i think this playthrough i discovered a path i'd never gone before i think it's on one of the big candy cane poles that you you zip mm. up and down around i always noticed that there was like a patch of like a triangular patch of rings and i'm like how do you get those and this time i think i dropped down uh into a path that i and i was like oh i don't recognize this and i came up where those rings are and was just like no oh, okay so yeah 30 years later i'm still finding new things <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, Carnival Night is wild. Um, I can understand, like, maybe it's a bit, like, of a sensory overload, but I do like it. Um, I don't know what it is about it, and maybe there's, like, there is a weird mini-boss on this, though, I will say. Uh, yeah. It is one of many bosses in this game that beat themselves. Uh, Congratulations. Trying to phrase that <laughs> in a way as, as subtly as possible, because this boss does look particularly penile um <laughs> a smidge okay hold on <laughs> give me a second here uh yeah i did <laughs> used to get stuck on this boss because it kind of is hard to work out what you're supposed to do i remember i used to jump on it shoots off a little like spinning beyblade <laughs> spiked top yeah and i used to just ride that thing and usually it would end up defeating the boss but it wasn't until later i realized oh you can hit the boss and it extends its probe <laughs> which is the vulnerable part that you want the spiky top to hit um but yeah i remember getting real frustrated on this as a child because it's also destroying that the little spinny top is destroying the pieces of land you can stand on and to where <laughs> if you let it go on long enough there will be no place to stand but uh i can't remember the version i played uh and i just want to make sure um, I think this boss only takes four hits. Um, was that something that was just the version I played, or did did they know? <laughs> I don't. I didn't compare. Um, I think it's just a case of the mini bosses don't take as many hits anyway. Yeah, but. it's usually six, I think, and Eggman is is usually eight. But um, yeah, I thought this one only took about four, and I was like, yeah, maybe they knew because this one is a little weird. But yeah, you you defeated the the big electro dick man <laughs> yeah and once, and once that's finished and uh you beat it off um you move on to act two and <laughs> it's actually it's not much different at first until like knuckle like you said knuckles turns out the lights uh yep because 
you know, Knuckles, as we've established, is not very, is just a jerk. Like, there's one thing about defending your island, but he's enjoying, like, stopping you, like, getting in your way and being a little trickster. Uh, I know. I like that, even if I hated it when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. I mean, I... (laughs) Skipping ahead a bit, when a launch base happens, uh, there is a little bit of a like, yeah, take that, you dumb twerp. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't be till you get to the full story you realize, oh, he's he's just misunderstood. He's just uh, he's a bit dim in his own way. Um, That seems to be the you know tradition for all of Sonic's little friends. Yeah, (laughs) except Cream, who's perfect in every way and always has been. Well, the cream rises to the top. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was not expecting a Macho Man quote today. Cream. By the way, the Robotnik boss on this one just kind of lobs a ball at you and it electrifies it and draws you in it. And it's. Oh, yeah. It's it looks right. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it looks very cool. It's not particularly challenging. It's just like. <laughs> I don't know. It's another one of those Eggman's like, watch out, Sonic. It's my newest weapon. <laughs> this big ball. <laughs> Never done this one before. I'm gonna electrify it. Ooh, you're getting sucked in. Oh, wow, you're quite fast. Okay, well, what if I throw it at you again? Okay, so I didn't have the budget for a chain this time, but I can work with this. <laughs> Magnets. I'll do it How again. How do they work? I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Uh, act one, co- act two, balls. Um, <laughs> male peak performance. And it's all torture. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that the title. Oh. <laughs> now we've we've already alluded to it, but now this is where the big diversion between the origin, the prototype release. Well, technically, and the, the previous release. zone was the first uh, diversion. I was gonna say the music did st- change. Yes, for yes. Night as well, it went from Michael Jackson's jam to. Um, but actually, put some pretty good music. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss yeah. the differences a bit more, but yeah. Um, because it, it, it is pretty much I've listened to Michael Jackson's jam I'm like oh yeah it's that but carnival but the biggest like I think most uh, most debated change is the change in music of the next level because you cannot off to Ice Cap Zone our number one ice level according to that one episode we did yeah. Yay. and I think I think we stand by that. Yeah. Um, now y'all were bringing up music I was bringing up the fact that originally Flying Battery was kind of oh, after Carnival Night and in fact the big difference uh, and again I can't remember if it was in that beta I know it's in Sonic Complete it's an option yeah, at the right. end after you finish Flying Battery you know you famously burst out of the uh, the little the, the door uh, in, in that and you drop into Sandopolis but in this you drop down and surf on that piece of the door talk about low budget flights no food or movies <laughs> I'm out exactly which I just love that little touch and that I, I I tend to prefer if I have the option I like flying battery being here because it just it makes sense when you're playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles because it does come back eventually but seeing it on Angel Island and then seeing it again here and you get to go on it in Sonic 3 uh, it's just kind of cool and I mean who doesn't love flying battery but we, we are going to discuss it in release order so now yes we are in ice cap Sonic is hey good thing someone left a snowboard there <laughs> yeah uh do some snowboarding and then you crash and it's funny uh yeah. pulls an avalanche and then the level starts and you're underground in the cavern i almost feel like what what else is there to say about ice cap like i feel like 
you know, Casino Night Zone was the one Sonic 2. Like, everybody, oh, yeah, the Casino one. I feel like Ice Cap for a lot of Sonic fans is the level because of the original music, just the the gorgeous design. That Oh, there's so many little touches. The ice flows, the snowflakes, the background. Yeah, oh, the background. man. Yep. The Penguinator. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It, it might, it's not a big level. It's not. It's not like the most complicated level. But it might give you some hard times. So, well, they'll, they'll be the happiest days of your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also, by the way, it's worth pointing out. Um, ice level. No slipping around. Yes. Uh, no. That was the standard. Thing. That was the Mario thing. Um, you'd always slip around. That. That's what made ice levels what they were. No, Sonic, they decided, no, we just want to make it a snowy level with ice things. And it's an ice time. Um, yep. You, you kind of get, I mean, you get some of it with the little mini puzzles, which I do love where you're sliding down the hills and then, oh, you jump on the big block of ice. And, but yes, I think for Sonic, which is mm, arguably at this time, you know, much more about precision, you know, platforming and, and keeping your speed that yes, uh, eschewing the, the slipperiness of a, uh, an ice level was probably a really good idea. Another thing from the um, Sonic 3 bonus video, which I learned and I've forgotten about, <laughs> is if you're playing this so Sonic 3 Vanilla as Tails, make sure you jump into a special stage uh, before you go down that ice slide, by the way, because because Tails doesn't have the uh, snowboard section um, programmed in, uh, the level hasn't properly like calibrated itself, so you will die going down oh that my slide. Goodness. It only resets if you go into a special stage. So oh, <laughs> another way in which Tails gets the short end of the stick in Sonic 3. I, oh man, that might have happened to me. I remember some out of nowhere deaths and i think it was i think it also happened once because i used to when you push the little the the hunk of ice to ride it down so you can get to the the very end of the level i used to crouch because i'm like oh no sonic's covering his head and sometimes it'll you know yeah. the, the screen will scroll down da- scroll down and sometimes it'll mess it up and i think very rarely it just can't catch up to sonic and you'll just <laughs> die and i remember being a kid being like what happened that's <laughs> that weird looping section because there's always got to be a looping section in a classic sonic game um yeah. but that glitch with tails is so notorious they had to put it they had to put a warning in the instruction manual to begin you know, warning you against um dr robotnik's diabolical traps <laughs> and one of them being that very much referenced on this show <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like the 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 bosses in Ice Cap are pretty okay. I just feel like everyone just talks about the level and the bosses are kind of just like, oh yeah, the mini boss is it's kind of a takeoff on the old Eggman. Uh, you know, he's got spinning things guarding yeah. him, and you gotta you gotta hit it, and then it's Eggman pretty, pretty himself. Specific timing. Eggman himself is the weird like ice machine and i love that the last two hits you break off the little platform and he's just shooting you know i'm assuming like liquid nitrogen at you and you gotta watch out it's it's pretty great but um man what a what a gorgeous level i love me some ice cap 
And the, the second act, I just got to mention another another one of those where you can have just two completely different experiences where they, you either fall back down into the caverns and have some short like water sections or you can stay completely on top and just hit all of those ramps and uh, man, get lots of rings and special stages. And even at the very end, you can even hit a special stage and skip like the last little bit and just hit some switches to break the ice below you. Yeah. And go straight to the boss. It's man, it's so cool. Even Love before that, like when you in Act One, when you come out of the cavern and you you you're back out in the open and the snow is starting to fall and you see those little ice flows breaking in the background and oh, such a pretty level, so good. What a lovely ice level. And then it's time for the big finale of Sonic Three. Yes, right. It's launch base zone. And it's yellow. Yellow. It's yellow. <laughs> I I think launch base. I really appreciate how different these two acts are now. Like the first one is super cool. I mean, it's it's almost like a combo of a a desert level with like callbacks to oil ocean because you can see all of the architecture in the ba- in the background. And I mean, you know, you find out why it's called launch base uh, once you finish that that act two boss. Um, because this is where the death egg is. This is where Eggman has, you know, somehow convinced poor Knuckles that he's like, oh no, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just fixing my thing up here. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. That's Sonic, that guy. Oh man, that guy. Go get him. (laughs) I just love the idea of him being like that while just simultaneously causing earthquakes and destroying the ground in Marble Garden Zone. It's like, oh, that's Sonic. Oh, look what he did. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all the <laughs> marble gar- marble garden is destroyed, and Eggman is like stepping away from his you know his uh, broken down drill mech, and Knuckles is checking up on him like, oh my goodness, what happened? Like, oh, you won't believe it. That's Sonic. He oh, just you know the whole thing. I tried to stop him. <laughs> like the drill is still spinning up. Like man, you should have seen him. It was it was pretty messed up. <laughs> so you don't. You don't encounter Knuckles in Marble Garden, right? So yeah, he, he wasn't yeah. there for that. There is, yeah. there is no war on Angel Island. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably just hanging out in the carnival, having a lovely time. Um, I'm just a gentle old man. It's the blue people you have to watch out for. Hang on. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it. Okay, James Cameron. <laughs> it's really reminding me of the uh, the cutscene they added to Sonic Origins, where Eggman is telling Knuckles about Sonic and Tails, and just their demonic sharp tooth forms. <laughs> Tails has nine tails. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what he's, you know, and Knuckles stumbles upon, like, sees Tails, like this adorable, the cutest, cutest being on the planet, this tiny fox child. And then he's like, yeah, that's that guy that Eggman told me about. <laughs> well, checks out. <laughs> but yeah, launch base, man. Talk about... <laughs> Man, I wish there was a name. I don't think there are. I want a name for the tiny little spikes that just try and squanch you throughout this level. <laughs> and now there's different like species. There's like, oh, the skinny ones go up higher and then the, the wider ones, you know, drop much quicker. It's, oh, man. Lots of good badniks in this one, too. Including those Orbanauts that you, again, you have to use your instant shield to destroy. 
Your tails is fucked against those guys. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you know, and also those the little alarm, the little alarm bird guys. That you oh yeah. Alarm, and if you stand in place and just do a spin dash for a while, you're going to rack up lives. Yep. Love that. I like this first act. It's again very sprawling, pretty easy to get lost. But then once you get to like the final stretch, it's very much you are climbing up to where you, you know, you get to this like little building. And again, like we said, Knuckles is like, hey, I'm through being nice. I'm going to blow you up with this cartoon <laughs> bomb. <laughs> I really hope, yeah, I hope that wasn't, like, a building of significance to his culture. I'm, I'm assuming that's a Robotnik building, which is okay, throwing a cartoon bomb with a fuse, a lit fuse <laughs> into it to demolish the whole thing. Real bean the dynamite move there. Yeah. He just goes in like, <laughs> and I just started blasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Eggman. Eggman's finally like, oh, I have something for you, Knuckles, to help you against the evil Sonic and Tails. A gun! <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I trust you, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd love, uh, I, I even, I, now that I like to think about that, I wonder if Eggman was like, Knuckles, you gotta go distract him because he seems like he's, uh, barely able to set up the mini boss <laughs> and you can even take some pot shots at him as he floats away on the little eggomatic. But yeah, I, I like this little mini boss. Uh, don't like it. Knuckles campaign where there's two of them. No, that, and you've got to like climb to get to them. Cause they're like, yes. high up a, that is the hard mode stuff, man. It's mean. Yeah, like you said, that's that's just a little mean. But um, mean. <laughs> I, I I like these look so funny. They've got so many little moving parts. And I feel like it's one of those bosses to where uh, there's probably an illustration somewhere out there that looks more clear. But I just see faces like in the sprite work. And it's it's just a silly little mini boss. It's not too difficult to, to dodge those. But um, yeah, this act two where, again, you've got water elements and God. Ah, the sky opens up like I feel like these are I want to I want to like extrapolate and say like these pipe systems are like these are feeding like so many different forms of coolant and fuel into the death egg. That's how I just... interpreted it. Like I was like, yeah, it's keeping the thing cool, the giant egg. And now this level is more purple than yellow, but it's it's yeah. gorgeous. And and again, very sprawling, but it's not as maze-like as Act 1, and there's lots of just cool, like, oh, hit that ramp, and I love it right before the boss, like, you can hit that ramp, and like, oh, there's a tiny little extra patch of rings, and what's that? Oh, that's Knuckles' area, but we can't get there yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically a boss rush. A little easier if you're doing Sonic 3 and Knuckles, where they, they cut out one of them. Them, but man, I I just kind of love this whole little sequence. Hey, Eggman's he's throwing balls at you again. Yeah, get back to the balls. <laughs> it's it's a cute little timing though. Um, I I don't know what versions. I think it has been fixed. I think there is a way to get stuck behind him as Sonic <laughs> or possibly. I managed Tails. to do that in Origins at least. I was able to like. Oh, okay. Well, good to like, know. I, I did it as I did it as Super Sonic, but not as regular Sonic. <laughs> you can get stuck behind him and just wail on him. Wait, no, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy that boss and right waiting for you for the first time ever as an eggomatic, uh, an eggmobile, whatever you want to call it. 
one of those floating things right there for you and you hop right in and if Tails is with you he dies because he can't go through yeah. as well. except for in the Origins version this is just me playing the original one uh, Tails Sonic 3 complete he also just stands there <laughs> yeah in, in Origins I'm pretty sure he joins he jumps in with you but aww uh, actually, if you're supersonic at the end of that boss, by the way, uh, you lose your form, so you can like potentially use it for the boss. But when I played it in Origins and I was super, um, no, you just stay a super the whole time through that whole like section that your while your rings are running down. So yeah, yeah. I th- I think that happened in mine. Um, I-, I guess the easiest thing in Origins would be you you know just hit the the cancel button right before the last hit if you're you I know if you have that. fifty rings <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that is something that man I'm so glad is in modern games it's like man just give me a cancel button for Supersonic you know <laughs> so I I don't accidentally oops use it too early but yep here here is one of my I probably my favorite cutscene in the game is your your <laughs> zooming use it might man I know it took me a minute when i first played it to realize those are the death egg engines you are passing yeah. in front in front of and they are enormous what a sense of scale does it does it work out to be logical when you really think about it no but it's the rule of cool yeah <laughs> i'm assuming that they're kind of like the boosters on a like a, a spaceship that like detach part yeah. way through that's my that's the way i interpreted it man what comes next there's knuckles greatest plan yet stand on a girder <laughs> and just punch the egg mobile. No way this is going to pan out poorly for me. Oh no, the consequences of my actions. <laughs> Splash. I love the fact that, because once again, like up until now, all of his plans have been like, I've got a great little device that I'm going to use and I'm going to chuckle at you because this is great and it's going to inconvenience you in one way or another. And this time he's just like, oh, I see you. Quick punch. <laughs> oh, I really did it. <laughs> and you know, okay, this doesn't speak very highly of Knuckles's, I'll say deduction skills. I won't call him stupid. They haven't made him dumb yet. But the fact that he keeps screwing with Sonic in Sonic and Knuckles after this event really is like, man, again, what did Eggman say to him? <laughs> he's full of conviction. You know, he's like, yeah, I failed this time, but I'm going to get him next time. Yep. I had a slight oh. minor setback when I, I fell off this girder into the ocean and was lost uh, to the It's a sunk cost fallacy thing. And the water was vaporized around me by the, the rocket engines. Yeah, it's literally sunk cost because he sank. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. But yep. And then you... I have never looked up the official name of this first Eggman boss, the, uh, the Matryoshka doll. <laughs> it's just... It. Kind of, it's 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 layers, you know. He he uh, slapped layers. a bunch of stuff together. There's oh, there's a spike ball and and lasers. More, put more lasers on here. He just slowly but steadily like tear it apart. I believe it's yeah. just called the egg rocket. Yeah, oh. yeah, that makes sense. And then that the, I mean the the thing I'm thankful for most in the origins version and other fan versions is even locked on you get to fight uh, as big arms you used to be taken out you did not get to fight big arms in the vanilla cartridges but oh what a cool boss what a cool boss theme <laughs> great little sort of final boss for the um, the Sonic Three vanilla version and also for Knuckles' playthrough because it's harder. Um, but what more make I think part this is a cool boss, but part of what makes it cool is it just happens to get really dark around you as you, yeah. as you get to the stage of the boss. Yeah, it's really cinematic. 
you're on this tiny little why why is even this here this feels like it's a leftover like workers platform like some bad nicks bad nicks were like cleaning the windows on the death egg and oh man and big he's got his grabby hands he's gonna i'm gonna get you i'm gonna get you and he does get you <laughs> like if even like even when, like even when he flies towards you if you happen to jump up into his hands he's like oh cool one for free and just throws you into the ground good thing i'm supersonic oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh it's such such a cool boss um even when you figure out his patterns like a very good time to master your your double spin attack here because mm-hmm. it'll help with hits but man you did defeat this guy and oh, he sets off a train reaction your little platform goes free and you get to see the death egg falling oh man and if you're playing sonic 3 it explodes but otherwise it just falls and yeah because this is really cool what a great little scene there there the origins version has robot nakachi sort of like his way over there that was was something that was in the uh something in the the original game was that little sprite of yeah man like disappearing towards the death egg and they've sort of restored that in origin so i like that and another thing oranges does that was Started in uh, the the Sonic Three Complete, I think, and then Angel yes. Island Revisited. Like various fan ones, it's just taking that bit from the beginning of the next game, Sonic and Knuckles, which starts with the Death Egg falling into the top of a crater, and using that as a cutscene transition. Oh boy, I love that bit. I love that good. bit a lot. I like to imagine that's the top of Red Mountain. Yeah, I, I, I've been of the belief that Red Mountain and Lava Reef have been connected for a while. Yep. And that's sort of my, how my brain works with Sonic. Hey everybody, join us next week for the second part of our discussion of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Don't miss it! <laughs>